0: Good day, beloved. It's Dr. Fiona Lovely here. I hope everyone's having a great day and I hope you're enjoying these podcasts because I'll tell you I'm having a heck of a time uh, creating them for you. Uh, it's work I'm loving very much. So uh, please let me know what you think and uh, if there's certain things you'd like me to discuss, uh, leave a message on our Facebook page, Not Your Mother's Menopause Making Hormones Make Sense Podcast. So today I'm going to uh, record a session here on the topic of self-care. And really I've come to this uh, decision on on this to be the the topic for the week because of what the women coming to me in my office over the last few weeks have been telling me. And I think we're experiencing a real spiritual disconnect from self and life is getting busier and busier. And I'm sure it's not just here in Canada that we're feeling it, um, but other parts of the world as well. And our role is uh, as women is changing, too, especially once we've got uh, families to work uh, with and, and uh, raise and beautiful relationships to nurture and... It's just and also work relationships it's it's becoming quite the burden for us so I think we've got a, a spiritual calling to or a come to Jesus meeting if you will with self uh, to figure out a better way because I'm seeing a lot of frustrated tired uh, over um, overthinking women and I've certainly been this myself on a day-to-day basis some days I do better with it than others. So I've been putting a lot of thought into this and, and, you know, really I, I was having a conversation with a patient just in the last few days and we were talking about some stress that was going on in my life and as she was shaking her head sagely, she said, wow, self love is really the core of everything, isn't it? I mean, it was a drop the mic moment. Uh, There was really nothing more I could say. She was absolutely right. And uh, while this particular situation was in regards to another person, um, it's true. I can see it in my life. I can see it in the eyes of the women that come to see me. Are you really taking the time to even know who you are? Uh, Many years ago now, I was in a crowd listening to the fabulous Louise Hay speak uh, with Cheryl Richardson that day. And she said, you're in a relationship with yourself the longest. Why make it the worst relationship of your life? All we do is nag, nag, nag and pick, pick, pick at ourselves. And wow, (laughs) Ms. Louise got it right again. She knows the heart and soul of women. So... I love the idea of self-love, but for those of us um, who struggle with these kinds of things, that's just too, it's too hard to get from where you are to self-love. And I think the middle piece is self-care. So that's what we're going to discuss today. And probably for the next couple of podcasts here is some action steps uh, and discernment that you can get for yourself around uh, self-care, which is just so critically important you know we can begin here because all of us want to feel better we want to feel more relaxed and more peaceful in our lives so that's what we will strive for and uh, perhaps someday we'll make the reach to self-love so how do you know that you need self-care well you know really it's are you feeling like time is moving really fast far faster than it ever has in your life Um, that months are going by, that years are going by, and you're just feeling the same, stuck in a rut, exhausted, not getting enough sleep, what's my purpose? Um, I'm not feeling satisfied. And certainly, who am I is another thing that comes up for women uh, around these issues. And, you know, there's lots of talk these days about what's my passion and what's my purpose. And the truth is, when you're stuck in the midst of I'm exhausted and time is moving too fast, you sure as hell can't get to the place where you're like, what am I passionate about? Again, I think that's going to be more of an advanced maneuver. So let's just kind of keep it basic and and see if we can't all just feel a little bit better today. So really, we have a culture that encourages women to say no to ourselves, but yes to others. And there's great expense to society for that uh, because we are the mothers and the wives and the sisters and the care providers for a lot of population of the population. So we really have to have that self-awareness that gets us peace so that we can move through our day. And, you know, this really comes down to the DNA of of. Our our existence is basically to be caregivers. If we look at, um, if we look at what our purpose is as far as humankind is concerned, we are the caregivers of the rest of the humans. It's in our DNA to be that, and it's a deeply ancient practice. That said, there still comes a terrific amount of guilt that happens because if we're not caregiving for someone else, then are we being selfish? Are we being bad girls or good girls? Are we fitting with what our uh, mothers, fathers, teachers, and preachers thought we should be uh, to be good women in our society? So we're guilty about, about maybe potentially not taking care of others, but why don't we feel guilty about taking care of ourselves? So it's that mother's role, and we've really taken it uh, to the extreme. So uh, a few things, enough talk about, about why it is we need it and, and what's missing from our lives, but let's talk about some things that you can start to do today in your own life that can bring you to a place where maybe you can open some space for self-care. So I think first thing that needs to happen for women is that we need to acknowledge that changes must be made to find that Zen place. Um, I know for me, I look back at my teenage years and even my early 20s and I sought out joy far more readily than I do now. Somehow it seems at the age of 42 for me that joy is a luxury And most days, I choose not to reward myself with that. I choose work or something purposeful instead, because for whatever reason, our society hasn't connected joy and purpose. But I think there's a real deep spiritual connection there. So acknowledging that there's something that needs to change, that we need to return to a more, um, excuse me, childlike state, of our lives. Seeking joy and wonderment in in any moment, I think, is a a powerfully spiritual practice. So in the spirit of Louise Hay, because we've already spoken of her, let's start the self-care action plan by saying, you are safe and all is well. And next thing you want to do is be grateful for the things that are in your life, the things that may seem simplistic to you, but are incredibly important. A bed to sleep in, A roof over your head, food in the cupboard, people that love you. Keep it simple. And um, this is a a powerful practice on a daily basis, too. Next thing is, I want you to take a quarter of the things you do on a daily basis off your plate. I know this is a huge step. I'm working on this for myself right now, and, and it's big. It takes a lot of time and it takes practice and it takes a real commitment to wanting to feel better. And, um, You know, some of the things that you can look at removing from your plate is, can you have someone else do the cleaning of your home? Can you have someone else do the cooking if you don't enjoy it? Perhaps it's a driving thing. Can you and some of the other mummies carpool to the sports or school events? Uh, Is there a conversation that needs to start that is a deeper engagement of your spouse? Perhaps your spouse has been um, the one that works away from the home and you are the one that works in the home, uh, keeping the home, um, housekeeping, uh, child rearing, these sorts of things. But do you need more as you're in your perimenopausal years? Do you need more engagement from your spouse? Is it time to renegotiate that relationship? And that's a big topic, too, and and kind of takes us into the next action step I want you to look at, which is deciding which of your relationships you need to eliminate or renegotiate so that they support you in these perimenopausal years. Because as women going through this era, we need a deeper level of emotional connection to self, Um, emotional connection to people around us, which basically equates to more support. We need more support, but for whatever reason, we're afraid to uh, negotiate that. And this is especially true if we've had a spouse for many years or decades. We're afraid to just speak what we need. So take a look at your relationships and say, are there things that I can um, do here in terms of renegotiating what I need Or perhaps there are toxic relationships that need to be eliminated. This is not the first time I've brought this up in the podcast. We've talked about it in regards to adrenal fatigue and thyroid um, issues have a connection to uh, people that may not be supportive in your life. And those relationships need to be eliminated. So by doing these uh, few things, um, yeah, there's not a lot here, but there's a lot of substance to each of these requests. You start to prioritize your own happiness, your own state of peace, and you open the space for grace or divine providence and things that need to come to you. So... That's where I'd like to end today. Uh, More discussion on self-care for our next podcast. Again, please don't hesitate to leave me a message on Facebook. Love it or hate it, let me know what do you want to hear me talk about. You can find out more about me on my website, drlovely.expert. Thanks for listening. The views and nutritional advice expressed by Dr. Fiona Lovely are not intended to be a substitute for conventional medical service. If you have or suspect that you have a medical problem, promptly contact your health care provider. No information offered here should be interpreted as a diagnosis of any disease, nor an attempt to treat or prevent or cure any disease or condition. As with any new advice or program, you should always contact your healthcare provider prior to starting anything new. Thank you.